0: What's up, you guys? Make sure to subscribe to the channel, Johnny Mitchell. We got to build this bad boy back up. Say that three times fast. Build this bad boy back up. Uh, the dorks in Silicon Valley took the channel down, uh, so please, it's everybody's job. Go subscribe. Go hit that fucking like button. Brrr, little Christmas bell, like your girl's, uh, your girl's bean, like you're flicking it, and she's on her period, but she can't get into the the bottom. It's too gross, but you can still pleasure her by just kind of messing with the top part um so go subscribe to the channel of course patreon.com slash sick joke if you love the show this is the best way to support uh just five dollars a month gets you in uh but of course if you're already a member you can uh pledge up to forty dollars a month uh that gets you an extra episode every week plus the uh access to the live zooms which we're going to uh start up again on sundays uh plus uh one-on-ones with me every month uh so go do it up patreon.com Slash sick joke. Also, please go subscribe to us on Rockfin, rockfin rockfin.com slash Johnny Mitchell. Uh, That is where the full episodes, uh, video episodes, are going to be. We're going to put only half of them uh, and sometimes censored up on YouTube. But for the fully uncensored episodes, go check us out on Rockfin. Um, I know that's a lot of instruction. So please listen carefully. Please pay attention. Go subscribe to us on all the platforms, and of course, follow me on Instagram at Mister Johnny Mitchell and on TikTok at Mister Johnny Mitchell, uh, because we're we're doing num numeros. We're doing numeros over on on the talk. So we'd love to have you over there. Uh, all right, let's get back into the show. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Johnny Mitchell Show. We are going back to the Johnny Mitchell Show. I've heard I have put it out to the fans. I have given it out to the people. Uh, and you have come back. Uh, you said you're tired of sick joke. You like me so much that you want my name slapped on the title again. Well, you got it, babes. Uh, what, what my children want, you fucking get from daddy. I am a bird throwing up in the mouths of my little fucking chicklets, dude. Um, you guys, so much rape in the world, so much, oh, by the way, we're we're coming at you from uh, our interim studio, by the way. I don't know that, uh, Mark, the producer knows what we do on this show and 15 seconds in, I just, uh, threw out a hard rape. So Mark, uh, saddle up partner. Uh, there's so much, so much sexual assault, so much, so much diddling, so much fiddle faddle. It's almost too much. Between Cuomo and the Epstein trial and the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, it's 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 and all the me tooing going on in Hollywood, it's almost more than one can take. And you you sometimes wonder your, you, you sometimes wonder your, to yourself, do you not, Louise? You sometimes wonder, God, if these chicks just said yes, it would just it would eliminate all rape. <laughs> it would eliminate all rape and sexual misconduct allegations. If, if, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not excusing any of this. I'm just saying there is, there is a world where you, you want this evil to go away and you say, ladies, it's within your power. It's within your grasp
1: to simply acquiesce to what we want, you know? For sure. Dude, I haven't fucked something higher than a six, so I'm right there with you.
0: Well, I, I, I'm not sure that totally tracks with what I'm saying, Luis. If you're, uh, if you're admitting, uh, that you uh sexually assault fives and, and under uh say it off mic okay <laughs> say it off mic um no it's it's like the old louis ck joke uh, just brilliant One of the great rape jokes um he goes what is it he goes uh, um uh i i don't think you should rape anyone no i i i'm i'm against it uh unless they won't have sex with you <laughs> then what's your recourse <laughs> Just one of the cleanest uh, rape jokes of all time. Um, So, yeah, but it it is truly, uh, it's uh, Chris Cuomo uh, has now been uh, indefinitely suspended from CNN uh, because, of course, it came out that he was trying to hinder uh, his brother's prosecution. Uh, And these are two Italian men from New York. Did we think it was going to go otherwise? I mean, these are gangsters. These are gangsters in business suits that tried to go straight, okay, but they're fucking, at the end of the day, they're uh, jerry-curl dripping wops, all right? And this is what goes on. And this is why I've said uh, probably on every single episode of this podcast we've been doing for a year, uh, Italian-Americans are simply predisposed to criminal behavior. And that's just the way it goes. And, and it's not saying we don't love them. It's not saying we don't. In fact, that makes me love them more. But uh, it is what truly makes them unfit for positions of power okay, anything beyond like like local office, like you put an Italian, you put a you put a guinea in like a as like, like a union supervisor, you know what I'm saying because then you know he's getting a uh, an envelope every month. he's getting a payout to uh you know from from a couple of fucking goons to allow some scab works uh, and some no show jobs in there, you know what I mean? That's the whole <laughs> graph. that's the whole racket. Uh, but you do not let these men. Assimilate you do not let The Cuomo family You don't give them power over civilians You don't give them a chair In CNN you know what I'm saying So uh so his brother uh, Of course disgraced Um for you know grabbing Tits and smacking ass and uh Kissing bitches on the cheek Uh and then now the Cuomo what, What are the Cuomo uh what are the emails Leaked the leaked emails about Chris Cuomo About his brother I think he tried to reach out to the DA's office that was prosecuting his brother and they and you know he said hey uh who do, who do I talk to who's do I talk to up there about this investigations <laughs> against my brother you know and they were like yeah, yeah yeah maybe don't do that maybe maybe that's a conflict of interest you stupid sauce monkey um but I just hate the Cuomo's I I, I have a, a vendetta against Chris of course uh cuz he's part of the CNN clan he's part of the Don Lemon You know, uh, holier than now, liberal, cocksucking, corporate, uh, leftist media. um, uh, You know, cartel. So, uh, but you know, the real, the real, all the eyeballs are on fucking the Maxwell trial. You know what I mean? This, This bitch may walk. This bitch may walk. I really think so. There's, there's all of the Epstein victims. The, 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 the top. Visible Epstein victims. That one, uh, that one snaggletooth Aussie broad <laughs> from Australia, who's who you would have smashed back in the day if you were Epstein for sure, or or Prince Maxwell. She was the one. Uh, what what is her name? She was in the photo with Prince Andrew back in the day, just smiling with Ghislaine in the background. That famous photo. She is not. They're not even. Uh, they're not even charging Maxwell Ghislaine, Lady G. Okay. They're not even charging her with crimes against those girls. So what are you doing then? What are you doing? Yes, that one right there, dude. Yeah. The one that I have not jerked off to. Do you <laughs> hear me? Young, the dude. one that I have not <laughs> masturbated God, to. I that one that I certainly <laughs> did not take my own penis into my hand knowing she was 14.
1: Yeah, she was 14 right there. I thought she was like 17 or some shit. Oh, fuck. Maybe that was just
0: my dirty little uh, (laughs) fantasy. fantasy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. uh, Lady G is a bad bitch, dude. We all know that. We all know this is a Me Too trial pitting fucking the patriarchy against... uh, uh, Who was simply an administrative assistant. This poor woman, Lady G, Ghislaine. Ghislaine? Jeffrey? was simply an a, an administrative assistant, we used to call them secretaries back in the more uh back in the more toxic days. She was an administrative assistant to a man who she had no idea uh was running an international pedophile ring uh for the Israeli intelligence agencies. She had no idea. How could she have known? She only managed this guy's entire life. <laughs> How could she have known this was going on? She couldn't have she couldn't have, uh, and that's why she's a victim. She's really, she's really. You know who's on trial here, Luis? Mm. It's it's not Ghislaine Maxwell. It's it's the entire patriarchy is on trial right now. Makes the sense. entire patriarchy is on trial. Uh, and if you are going to convict this woman uh, of simply uh, doing her job while she uh, she put herself through school, I think she's putting herself through school <laughs> to become a, a, a nail. Uh, 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 what, what do you call tech. it? A nail tech. <laughs> yes, exactly. And It was an, either a nail tech or an x-ray technician. Um, she went with a bunch of Dominican women from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? And then oh, we okay. was th- I was working uh, as like, this administrative assistant for Jeffrey <laughs> just because I was like trying to pay my way to college and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my father was from the DR. He uh, he was a mid-level level drug dealer in the 80s. He was shot to death. Uh, and my mother... She's on uh, Monteca, you know? She be deported and shit, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I got nobody. And I got this Hector. Hector, my baby daddy. He's up in Rikers right now. He always wilding. He want me to fucking smuggle him in. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm just out here trying to do the best for little Hector Jr. Okay? So, uh, like, Jeffrey, this, like, real good-looking, like, white nigga. We're going to take that part out. Time stamp that shit. Um, We can probably leave that shit in, actually. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because uh, I'm dressed like uh, I'm dressed like Johnny Depp in the 70s, you know what I mean? Oh, um, but I he offer he offered me this job. He says for like full benefits and shit, we fly into his island on his private jet. Like I don't know nothing about no fucking 14 year old girl, little skank bitch. You know what I'm saying? I know from my neighborhood in Washington Heights, bitches be fucking white motherfuckers triple their age by the time they 12. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't be responsible for that shit. I can't be responsible for that shit. I did not know this. You're so a victim. Okay. That's what Galene was doing. Galene was basically, she was going to, to beautician school, uh, with a lot of these, uh, you know, Dominican and Puerto Rican women, uh, from Washington Heights, from the Bronx, uh, single mother. You know, she had this, she had this job with Jeffrey, um, and you know she was just battling against the forces of uh, uh of you know an evil male dominated world um and then one time she uh she happened upon jeffrey taking a young girl um you know in uh in <laughs> i believe it was the house in west palm she happened upon him taking a young woman uh and what did she do what did she do she stuck up for her sister in arms got naked and started fucking the chick with Jeffrey. You know what I'm saying? And that and that is what a good woman, a good sister, a good ally does when she happens upon a 14-year-old girl getting taken by her boss. Um so yeah, it's a little suspect. It's a little suspect to me that uh that they're uh really that the prosecutor the prosecutor has chosen not to go after, not to go after Ghislaine for all these different high-profile victims that Jeffrey was uh, uh, accused of raping and fucking and trafficking and all that shit. Right. So what? Ex- who? Ex- what exactly are you going for? This kind of stinks to high heaven a little bit. It stinks to high heaven because, because I think the prosecutor is trying to get gal off he's simply an ally. she rather it's a she prosecutor. Yeah. She's simply an ally, and she <laughs> is uh she is uh, you know, just trying to get a sister uh off of a of an unjust charge. Shit you know is what I mean? So rigged,
1: man yeah, it really is <laughs> fucking A.
0: so um so yeah, that's what we have uh, as my producers walking around somewhere uh we we need to, the next thing pulled up. This is what I wanted to talk about. It was really this is actually the more. This is the more fascinating trial, as we were talking about before, before the show started. The, the, the Juicy Smoulet, the juicy Smoulet fucking trial in Chicago is going on. He did a dry run. Pull that article up. He's, so he did a fucking dry run with the two, uh, I think they were Ugandan cats. Where were they from? Let's see. They were, uh, Jesus Christ. Sent this to both of you. And I got no help. We're going to teach you how to pull shit up uh, and talk about it in the moment if, right. if it kills us, okay? <laughs> um, he, yeah, though no, he did a dry run with the two motherfuckers. Uh, they were two actors who he met, and uh, evidently they became they became friendly. and what it was, what it was was he claims, juicy claims, this is according to their testimony, the two guys that uh, that faked his his uh, lynching. They claim that Juicy told them that he had received a death threat, like a racist death threat. The whatever, the network that Empire's on uh, didn't take it seriously enough. So one day when they're smoking weed, okay, Juicy goes, hey, I may need you guys for something. And that's how the whole thing started. He writes him a check for thirty five hundred bucks. They do a dry run like they're they're checking the cameras. I mean, this is like there's they got text messages too. I mean, they got the whole shit. They got this guy dead to rights. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, this is like, it's it's farcical. It's farcical to me. What white person, what MAGA supporter can withstand that kind of Chicago cold? That's what I ask you. <laughs> it's two AM on the coldest day in Chicago. It's two a.m. on the south side. Nobody's walking around. Not even crackheads. Not even white. If you're at white and going seeking heroin on the streets of Chicago at two a.m., you're not doing it in a red MAGA hat. You know, like, see, this is why. This is why actors. Because Juicy's an actor. He's not a writer. Is he a writer? Would have come up with something better. This is why actors. Should' never speak in public. should never do podcasts. <laughs> they have no creativity themselves. They are truly empty coffee cups, just waiting for somebody to fill them up. You know what i mean yeah, this is right. this is what happens when an actor tries to
1: write you know <laughs> they get, they got they stage an attack
0: <laughs> so so he's so they're so they're fucking they do a, a dry run like they're about to pull a hit um. Man, they sniffed that out in a in a second, didn't they?
1: Yeah, dude, he's facing six felonies. It looks like he six. Well, He
0: yeah. Jesus. Well, he's a victim of racism. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a victim of racism, and 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 the prosecution is claiming, the defense is claiming rather that he was he still is a victim. Right. So they're arguing. They're arguing that uh, that the two the two twins, the two African twins, uh, are lying. they they're being uh, prosecuted unjustly. They didn't do it. And they're simply lying about it.
1: Right. They were a victim of a vicious hate crime. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. It still
0: happened, dude. And I like this. I like this. I like getting caught with your pants down by your chick as you are plowing one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims, by the way, of legal age now. She catches you fucking and with your dick hard inside of her, you look at your chick and you go, "Nope, wouldn't be. I like that. I like doubling down on the lie. I, ad- I admire that. I admire you to the bitter end. You're like it's I I and you Juicy walks into the fucking courtroom as you'll see by the photo uh just stoic. Like like he's wa- like he's he's wearing his he's holding his head so high like he's a a little girl marching integrating like a Birmingham school back in the 60s. Like he really <laughs> thinks uh he is walking in uh, about to beat back injustice. by the way, uh, all the prosecutors on the case, I'm sure are black. I'm sure the cops are black who prosecute, prosecuted him. Uh, it is uh, Ju- i I think juicy should run for her. I think I think his acting career may be over his little scratch thing. yeah, he got, a, he got such a cute little scratch on his face, too. Can we pull that up? a picture of him uh post post jumping post lynching. He's got the most adorable <laughs> little scratch on his face. His face is maybe a little swollen.
1: Uh doing the duck lips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And um
0: oh, and by the way, and it comes out too that the uh that the studio did offer a bodyguard to him after <laughs> after he got that death threat. So he may not have not even got a legit death threat. It could all be folly. It could all be because he wanted more lines in the next season of Empire. He felt his character <laughs> Was getting the short end of the fucking script, you know? Um, and that's where we are uh, in race relations. But I mean, just think about that, though. Think about that. So you meet these two actors, these two Ugandan. Are they from Uganda, Ghana? They look Ugandan. They're jacked, though. Yeah, they, jacked. they look fit. They look like they're two they cats get... that if they. Holy shit, they're up, fucking jacked. Yeah, they're jacked. They're, <laughs> oh my jacked. God. they're two guys, like if they Holy came up shit. behind you in a prison shower, you'd actually be happy you know what i mean i don't know about that one johnny what are you calling me gay a little but it's calling me good. a fanook are we picking up this uh are we picking up this rap session uh below us right are we picking up this chet hanks recording session that's what below it us like it, clock. It's, it, we're <laughs> like it's like booming in here you said but we're good we don't pick up the fucking the bass slamming below my fucking feet um uh, yeah, no, I, I like this studio. I like this studio, except for uh, I got a few notes, but whatever, we're good. Um, yeah, so but but picture that, picture that kind of uh, that kind of thought process. So you're in a gay bathhouse. He took these guys to bathhouses, by the way. He Jesus took these straight Chris. Ugandans to to bathhouses. Was smoking weed with them, um, and he sits around. And he's like, "You guys, we've grown close over the years. This is what I want from you." i want you i want you to i want you to come up behind me at two a m on a dark street and i want you outside of a subway where I'll be coming out of subway at two a m yeah. because you know I make about a million a couple million a year, but I have to go buy my subway i cannot get it postmated there's no way I can afford postmates and what I want you to do is i want you to um you're going to be wearing a red MAGA hats on top of your ski masks. Cause that's what you do when you're committing a ski mask level crime. You also put on a MAGA hat. You also, when you're committing a, uh, a hate crime, you also want to brand your political affiliation. You also want to make sure, uh, that you wear the most obvious, uh, you know, the most obvious, um, politically polarizing piece of clothing you can. Right. Um, one of you is going to be carrying a noose. You don't have to, you don't know how to tie one. That's fine. We're going to YouTube it. Uh, one of you is going to be carrying a noose. The other one is going to have a jug of bleach. Uh, right. Yeah. So you are going to, uh, how are you going to get that noose over me? Uh, yeah. That's, uh, don't worry. They'll buy it. They will buy it. I'm juicy smoulette and everybody is, uh, everybody's going to believe me because I'm gay and because I'm black. Uh, No way they will. And you know what? To be fair, he was just. You know, the guy made an accurate assumption that cops are retards. Worthless. Right. (laughs) Uh, The the homicide clearance rate in Chicago is probably about 13 percent of the thousand murders that go on every year. The guy actually rolled the dice. He was like.
1: They're not going to fucking look into this. You know what I mean? They're
0: just going to take my fucking word for it.
1: You know? Which is crazy that they even did.
0: It's wild that they did. I mean, this guy, you'd think he'd be a better actor in the fucking interrogation room.
1: You'd think he'd have a backstory.
0: I mean, they caught up with these guys. They got on a plane the day after they committed the crime. They got arrested a week later when Mm -hmm. they came back. I mean, the guys, the cops for once did their job. And uh, but, you know, it makes sense, though. I mean, he's like, the, the cops don't do shit. Yeah, there's not a chance. <laughs> like Not a chance. And then they fuck the shit out of him, man. Good Lord. Um, but but everybody Hollywood will come together. They will coalesce behind me. Uh, I will. I will. Uh, Alyssa Milano will tweet about me. Can we pull up some tweets? Kamala Harris will tweet about me. Can we pull up some tweets, uh, uh, Luis? Uh, j- and just read a few. I'm sure I, I'm pro- I probably, probably every conceivable uh, Me Too uh, racial justice warrior uh, came out in support of him. Um, you know, his agent was probably thrilled. He was like, oh, my God, I, we are going out to the town. I, you're going to have offers on your desk tomorrow, my man. You're going to have, oh, we're going to get you on Dateline we're going to get you on uh, Martha Stewart. We're going to get you on the Sunday talkies. Uh, we're going to get you on Rachel Maddow. You know what I mean? Don Lemon. Don Lemon is uh, fucking going to have you on as his co-host. Um, no, those are those are actually, that's his Twitter. I'm saying if you Google who is tweeting for him, it was like Kamala oh. Harris was like, you know. right? Uh, she was already in the campaign trail, so she was like, you know cap and form is that what the kids say yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah Johnny, so he had he
0: he was he was playing the race card in in a truly brilliant diabolical way he just should have talked to me beforehand he should have <laughs> talked to me he should have simply been oh god buddy if we can just go back to that I would have done it. <laughs> I would have done it as an actual
1: white guy. Pay
0: a couple of hockeys, dude.
1: Get a couple of crackers, first yeah. of all. Or some bums, dude. They'll fucking do it. Totally. 100%. But it's got to look hateful, though.
0: Yeah. It's got to look hateful. Bums aren't really out for hate. It's you know a what good I mean?
1: marketing strategy. just wasn't executed correctly.
0: God, would anybody care
1: about poor old Johnny? If somebody came up behind me, <laughs> that a, shit would get lost.
0: A, a, and I fucking and I and yelled MAGA and called me a, a faggot n word and oh, and dude. put a noose
1: around my neck. You know, right? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna go viral. Maybe it probably go viral. I'll, I'll do anything, gonna...
0: dude. I'll pitch it to Leo and Danny. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, so th- those are the times we live in. A uh, pretty, uh, pretty damn it. But speaking of this, this all ties in with what's been happening with me this last week. So uh, as we know, and Marcus, if we could, uh, Mr. Mark, if we could pull up, uh, pull up my TikTok. As you know, uh, I, John Mitchell, John Douglas Mitchell, son of Michael and Barbara, (laughs) uh, have been accused by Lizzo's army of being a fat phobic racist. I, uh, as a few of you know already, uh, posted uh, a TikTok video uh, that's gone a little viral. It's gone a little viral. I'm a little TikTok famous in the world of Lizzo and plus size black women. I uh, let's play that clip for him, actually, so we can see what we're talking about. No, no, no that's all right. I got, I got Mark playing. Luis, you've seen this, yeah. There you go, there you go. Just a little crowd work on a Sunday. That that happened at the Ha Ha Comedy Club about a month ago, month and a half ago. Uh, you know, just uh, just getting. I was doing my my Lizzo joke about how America is like Lizzo, was way too confident for how unhealthy we are. <laughs> fun little fun little political bit that I do uh, when things are really hitting the fan, when shit's really hitting the fan. And of course, uh, as I get a lot of pushback by black women, uh, as you see, I handled that. Uh, pretty well. Uh, I got you know a huge laugh out of it. I calmed the the broad down, and the rest of the show went great. Posted that up on the talk. We are a cunt hair away from three million views on the talk tick. Daddy's gone viral, uh, and I have such uh, pissed off uh, every TSA agent in the country with that with that clip. Um, I've got. Uh, I'm being called. Uh, you know, all types of things you might imagine uh, people that are still capping for Juicy Smoulet would say. Do you know what I mean? Which is very strange. It's very strange indeed because you know, you don't don't realize, especially growing up in Portland, Oregon, okay, where it's like Portland is a uh, shithole and a place for losers now uh, and for teenagers that want to do heroin uh, in front of the cops with no repercussions. (laughs) But when I was growing up, it was like the ideal place to live and it was diverse. People don't even people associate Portland with just all whites. It was very diverse growing up when I was there, before gentrification happened. Right. Uh, it was kind of like uh, how Austin is becoming now. That was the Portland it was changing when I was becoming a teenager. Uh, but it's so far from anything that could be called racist. You never think you're going to grow up. And we grew up abhorring racism and the Bush administration and any any manifestation of like injustice, uh, we grew up, you know, being against. We just weren't bitch made pussies about it. We 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 knew what humor was. You see, because this is before the internet, and this is before grown children uh, had a say on every social media platform. So we knew the difference between stereotypes that are often true, right? Uh, such as black women yelling out at a comedy show on a Sunday because they've just come from church. <laughs> Pretty fucking accurate, I would say. Um, now uh, we knew the difference between uh, what real hate speech was and uh, jokes about people's race, uh, which we learned from Dave Chappelle at a very young age. Uh, you, you, you cannot. There's virtually a bottomless ways to make fun of white people. So but it's it's kind of mind-blowing to grow up and take a profession uh where you can piss so many people off with with a 15 second clip. You can uh in a matter of days piss off thousands and thousands and thousands of Lizzo lookalikes, almost millions. <clears throat> I mean the co- the uh the clip has uh like 650,000 likes. That's crazy. Tens of thousands of comments. Three million views. Um, And uh, yeah, most of the women are uh, from Cape Verde, just judging by the size of them. Okay, (laughs) have you ever been attacked by poor Lizzos online? There's one thing. It's one thing uh, to be a rich, large woman. uh, But if you're going to be a poor, fat broad, uh, you uh, truly and by and by attacking my shit, um, you know, ladies, you're you're that's time you could have spent getting your steps in. You know? Yep. That's time. That's time they could you could have spent working, so you can buy a juicer. You can buy a homemade juice press. How about that? You know? No, 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 no. But attack thee. Why don't you? Attack thee. For simply trying to make the peasants chuckle. <laughs> but it's it's fucking it's and it may I I really can't be prouder. I really cannot be prouder. Now, of course, when you go report my videos uh, and they get taken down and I get in trouble with the social media platforms, that is the downside. That's where daddy snaps. That's where daddy gets vindictive. That's where daddy, uh, part of me wishes we were back in the 1950s. Now, of course, that's a joke. Uh, But what I love is that if you go into those comments, uh, many people of all races uh, are now attacking the trolls. They're now they're now saying you comedy's finished because of people like you. <laughs> you fucking morons can't take a joke, yada yada. That is very cool. That, that is very cool. Are we able to source? Um, are we able to source that video that I asked for? The, the the
1: the black kid getting the no I was uh, able to find bitch it. slapping that little white kid so fucking funny oh man it's great dude you know it's that motherfucker's great. ear was ringing <laughs> I mean this
0: is like a little kid this kid looks like he's about eight years old and the the black kid coming after him looks about fifteen um, and the kid is running away like he did just say the n word now I am pro bitch slapping I am pro bitch slapping and let me explain what I mean by that now you know me. I, Johnny has never been one to back down from a fight. I've been in uh, prison kitchen fights. I've been in playground squabbles. I've been in drunken brawls. Uh, but I know when I'm in the wrong, and sometimes you got to take your bitch slapping and call it a day. Now, I was in Columbia, South America, okay? This is back in my drinking days, and I'm in the, bla- I'm in the throes of a blackout, I am coming to after hours and hours and hours of putting it back, okay? It's about 2009. Uh, I'm 23 years old. I'm staying in a hostel, all right? I come back in. I stumble, basically crawling on my face back into the hostel at about 4 a.m. Now, I look to my right, and right in the lobby, I see the most beautiful Colombian woman Nay, dare I say, perhaps the most beautiful woman I have ever seen standing with a gigantic, oaf-like man wearing suspenders uh, and no shoes on. He is a giant, pink-skinned, freckle-faced, dirty, dirty white boy wearing suspenders. He might as well have had a fucking piece of hay in his mouth, okay? This was an ugly fucker, all right? So, immediately, I'm like, okay, she's a prostitute. She's being paid for sex. Right. So, I walk up to her and I say, naturally, hey, miss, whatever he's paying you, I'll double it. Now, it was at that moment that I felt this gigantic ogre's hand sweep across my face. This man cocked back... And rocked my shit, slapped me across the face in front of his woman, my friends, and everybody in that hostile lobby. He <laughs> bitch slapped me in front of everybody, the people checking in. Everybody saw me get fucking slapped, turned into a bitch. Do you think I retaliated? Maybe. You know I didn't. You know I didn't God damn it I was in the wrong I was in the wrong I oh. called this man's woman a whore To his face And I said I'm sorry sir And I looked at him and I stuck my hat out And I said I should have asked you first How much to fuck your bitch <laughs> How much to fuck your bitch And then we settled on a price Like men We settled on a price Because of course she was a prostitute That's so fucking Of course horrible. she was a whore <laughs> My point is, my point is, sometimes I'm in the wrong, and at that moment, he hit me so hard that I had a moment of clarity. I had an (laughs) alcoholic's moment of clarity. You know, I could have picked out. I had a bottle, and I and I grabbed. I was because I was drinking. I'm down in South America. You don't. You can drink anywhere. It doesn't doesn't matter. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's no rule. There's no law per se. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I had a bottle, and I thought about picking it up and cracking it over his head. But I thought the better of it. I said, I, I should have approached him first and said, hey, buddy, how much for your wench?
1: <laughs>
0: how much doth thy charge for your fair maiden? Instead of simply uh, trying to outbid him for the pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So if you go find that video, which you can't, um, and which we don't even have the capability of playing in here anyways, um, this this little white kid is running from this black kid uh clearly he had done something because this he gets the shit rocked. He gets the shit slapped out of him. He gets the fucking he gets the white smacked off of him. And I'm saying you deserve that. And I'm saying there's a difference between making fun of an obese pop star who happens to be black in a comedy club, right? Right. In a tasteful way, <laughs> and calling a black person the N word. Where you should get a slapping, a big slapping. I believe in that. I believe in corporal punishment. I am not uh I am not so unreasonable that I can't see where that kid's coming from. But to to the fat black ladies who continue to troll me, uh and for the cat ladies, for the blue-haired bitches, um and the white knights and the dudes that are stepping in in the comments uh calling me racist and saying, "Hey man, just totally not funny." Hey, hey. Look at me. Lizzo wouldn't fuck you Lizzo wouldn't fuck you She doesn't fuck pores She wouldn't fuck me Definitely not You know And that's because she Big girls that are famous get dick You know
1: Amy Schumer Even big girls get dick bro
0: Right but I'm saying Lizzo is not She doesn't need your She doesn't need your sympathy She doesn't need your support She's on an island somewhere uh, in 100%. an in an infinity pool, and and you're working at Target, right? You know, for sure. So, um, so yeah, but I thought that's interesting. Being called, uh, you know, being called a racist, and you know, you don't like the comedy, call it unfunny. That's fine. That's fine. I mean. I mean, you're an idiot. I mean, I, I, the whole the whole room is dying. If you go watch the clip, the facts speak for themselves. All right. So you you actually have the right to not find it funny, uh. But you can't say it wasn't working. You, you can't you can't say the job wasn't being done. That's about the best way you can handle a heckler. Is not not only do I, uh, do I get a big laugh out of it? I don't. I'm not mean about it. And I actually turn her, I flip her, I get her on everybody's side mm. and then we move along as friends. Right. Uh so you people simply don't know comedy. You si- uh, and and you know, look, um this kind of mentality is pervasive. It's the reason that you could argue mainstream comedy will be no more in 10 years. Because look, I used to think the people are starving for good comedy. It's it's only the the cucks. And the social justice warriors that uh, are executives at places like Netflix and Comedy Central, they're putting out garbage that nobody wants to watch. That is true. But but there there are so many. There are so many clones, there's so many robot children Mm -hmm. uh, that are so coddled, we're raising a, a generation of bad comedy fans, we're raising a nation of bad comedy fans. So part of me worries that the market is going to be so fractured in a generation people won't even want comedy. They're going to be hooked up to the metaverse
1: yeah. and
0: uh, and just simply being drugged all day long. Their bodies are going to be warehoused somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. And their their minds nobody's going to, nobody's going to need to laugh. Yeah. You don't need to laugh when you live in a utopia. Uh, that's been created by Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, you know really I
1: mean? live in your own fantasy twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, like that
0: shit's crazy. Like, I guess it's like heaven, right? And why would you need to? Why would you need to laugh at pain or differences? There's not going to be any differences, you know. Right. So we're really halfway there. I mean, imagine, imagine being that humorless and stupid without being hooked up to the metaverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine just parroting, you know, like you see a white guy say black and you're just triggers go off like, to be to be that percep to be that susceptible to propaganda I mean think about it, that level is stupid uh hooked up to a fucking computer
1: I mean forget about right. it you know and, and people just read shit online dude and think they fucking know everything you know people are so hard Yeah at that's
0: it. me and you Louise That's me and you quit outing <laughs> well, us <yeah>. bitch <laughs> All right what do we got left on the fucking list Cuz I can't remember Nick what's that The stowaway oh this is this is just a good piece of fun this is a good piece of fun can we pull that up i haven't even looked at the uh i haven't even looked at the video of it i don't know if there's video of it yeah
1: there's video of it there's a guatemalan immigrant was it it was a guatemalan uh immigrant that was trying to escape the hardships of guatemala right yeah so he goes into the fucking landing gear and for the whole however many hour trip it is from Guatemala to fucking Miami bro ends up in Miami in and he makes it there without getting crushed without getting crushed he just has a bunch of like engine smog on him
0: yeah yeah yeah. I imagine he breathed in I imagine his lung looks like a fucking raisin just from inhaling fucking dust and fumes and gasoline
1: yeah for sure he fucking his life expectancy went down that is that is
0: amazing do you know what I sincerely hope hmm I hope that he is chained up by the INS and sent right the fuck back to Guatemala. <laughs> you know, How funny would that be, though? How funny would that? You know be? I no, mean, damn this, well they sent his ass back. This man deserves no, no. no I, I mean, maybe this man deserves his paper, his papers at negative fifty Fahrenheit. Oh yeah, at that height, at that, at that height, like thirty thousand feet. Yeah. So he's Mark brought up a good point. He's fucking freezing up there too. That's. But, I don't know. Is he kept? Is he kept warm? Dude, he has in, one in, in the. You know, if he's in the landing gear, it. it
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, point. it does have his own uh, space for it, and it's quite. But it'll big. keep him from
0: freezing to death, though. Right. Like, um, but yeah, yeah. So he's. Uh, I mean, this guy, you gotta want it. That's yeah. our best and brightest, dude. That's
1: that's death. Right that's there, that's brother. a guy
0: you gotta want it. You want to get to this country, you gotta fucking get creative. You gotta think outside the box. <laughs> this guy is a fucking genius. All of his family was like, "We're joining the caravan," and he's like, "Oh yeah." You ever heard of a metal bird? Gets you gets you there faster than walking.
1: You think there's going to be a lot more people popping up in the landing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. They're gonna to have to start checking it a little harder. <laughs> Fucking X-ray the airplanes. That shit is hilarious.
0: I mean, genius. And so then then they land, and I guess, God, that sucks, though, dude. Yeah, I they- hope
1: they don't send him back. I'm pretty sure the, the the authorities came and tried to go see what the fuck was going on. Cause that shit is crazy and that shit went viral, bro. Like, I mean,
0: viral. I mean, uh, well, look, Biden just let in fucking 80,000 Haitian immigrants and just sent them on buses to different cities in the U.S. So that's crazy. So look, I mean, they'll probably let this guy stay, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, come on. Like, there's the law, but then there's like. Well, come on he's like
1: he's 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 brown so that he's the, make... hey it's
0: the first guatemalan guy to ever be on an airplane <laughs> and they didn't even, he didn't even make it onto the fucking uh the he, fuck he, he didn't even make it onto the onto the plane they
1: start renting out the landings <laughs> the landing gear
0: that's some guatemalan shit yeah, some man. mexican shit is to sit coach guatemalans don't even make it onto the plane dude you think you got a bad in mexico dude Look at the Guatemalans got
1: to go through. That shit's crazy.
0: I mean, it is truly a fucking mess down there. Now, what about El Salvador and Bitcoin, though?
1: El Salvador, so that's their new uh, national currency. Now, that's that's, that's what Guatemala needs to get on. (laughs)
0: How that'll affect or change anything, I don't know exactly. But Luis, talk to me because you're the one the other week fucking. Yammering on about the fucking NFTs and shit,
1: yeah, you dude. know. So, uh, be- El Salvador became the first country to adopt Bitcoin as uh their first like legal tender, and uh, ever since then, dude, the fucking price. Hey, it's
0: easy. It's easy to get rid of money in a country where there is no, no. money. Well, yeah, you that's know? the
1: thing. Is that their their oh, dollar. God just went down so much it was worth like it was just worth their economy so fucked up so bitcoin was actually better than their dollar yeah, yeah. which is insane yeah
0: here's here's me and el salvador trying to pay for um trying to pay for a bag of rice with bitcoin okay here this is me doing it right here so i got everything's got to be done okay oh f- there's no fucking wi-fi again there you go
1: there you go. There you go. And that's the real reaction. Now, now my kids are getting skinny. God damn. Now it. my kids
0: are getting skinny because there's no Wi-Fi, and I can only buy shit with my phone.
1: Well, what if El Salvador becomes the richest country because Bitcoin? That, fucking skyrockets. There you go. I, I was. I want
0: fiat currency to completely collapse, and the entire the entire world uh, economy crumble. And then the richest people overnight are fucking MS-13 gang <laughs> members from El Salvador. Leo and I talked about that. Leo and I talked about it on an episode. I remember That's that. so funny. But yeah, dude. Um, so, you know, Guatemalans taking the fucking, taking the leap of faith, believing in himself, manifesting it, and getting in the landing gear of an airplane to come to this country. And and then you're in my comments because you didn't like a joke about a fat girl
1: that hey. that, that got a, a, an entire comedy club filled with fat women to laugh at. Dude, It's insane. People are fucking breathing airplane jet fuel. And, breathing it in, baby. <laughs> and and, uh, you and it talk smells about, like home to him. It smells like Guatemala City. Talk about somebody's roles and it's a fucking end of the world, eh? Yeah. Well, we wish him the best. We wish him the best.
0: Now... Uh, I don't know why I put the school shooting on here,
1: but uh, it's because somebody tick-tocked it yeah. <laughs> it's because somebody oh, tick-tocked. You know what it. it was? It was that um, on TikTok, some 14 year old, 15 year old girl had recorded the door being barricaded, right? And the shooter. Yeah. Posing
0: as whatever police department. That's is. right. That's right. He was trying, they were trying to lure kids out of the, the classroom. And but and you can clearly this is not a grown man's voice. And he's saying, "He goes, bro, he goes, bro. bro Would I lie to you, dude? Like that doesn't sound like a sheriff who's who's uh literally looking for an armed suspect who just shot four students dead. That's generally not how you talk. I hope not. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Um, I saw that video and I became so jealous by the fucking numbers that thing's gonna do. I mean, come on, dude." What about me? What do I got? I got my little three million fucking views off a Lizzo clip. Where's my school shooting?
1: Hey, maybe you got to make it happen, baby. Manifest it.
0: This is, you know, and this is this is the country now. This is the country. He's a white kid. He looks he looks about fourteen or fifteen, right? Yeah. For sure. Um, he looks like one of those kids. You see? You ever see the porn of those milfs? that basically they get fucked by these really young super twinks super twinks that have huge cocks. Yeah. He looks like a guy like that. Which by the way, where is the me too for the for those kids, you know? They're <laughs> certainly not of age. Although they are they are they do look like they love it. Um you know, that's that's one of those that's one of those American things, right? Like we uh the government makes us wear masks and yeah, I mean the kid looks like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and what's eating Gilbert Grape. I mean, he looks like a retard, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he looks like, uh, you know, you know, God he looks like he sets cats on fire and shit. No, but, yeah, for sure. But uh, you know, the you got to take the good with the. I mean, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, clearly there's an issue with people getting a hold of guns, but there's no putting that cat bat in the back. Well, the what bag. if you
1: just give everybody guns, man? Then what, yeah, you get to protect yourself as an individual. No.
0: Yeah, no. So you're going to let <laughs> so you're going to let a bunch of 14-year-olds carry man, mandate no, that they're carry no, guns no. at school. But like teachers, Maybe that's what you do though
1: Licensed teachers. Well, then ex- they're going to end up killing the, you know. What yeah, uh, if you get marines to teach fucking math? I guarantee you ain't shit going to happen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but Marines don't know math. These people, all they know is how, if you kill five Browns, if you kill, if you take, if you take six Iraqi civilians, right? Yeah, uh, and kill three of them, how many do you have left to make prisoners of war? That's they know that kind of math, but that could be hard to turn into calculus. You know? Sure. Yeah. So, um, what is that? Ura. <laughs> good yeah uh yeah if you if you bomb three villages but not all of the children die some of them just have lifelong birth defects <laughs> how much money does lockheed martin make these are not these kind of uh, qu- uh quantum questions uh you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna find a marine to teach more
1: realistic than y equals mx plus b so
0: but i but i think I wonder why I even bring it up. I wonder why we even cover it in the news because there's no... We've been talking about school shootings since I was in middle school now, and that was quite a while ago. That was in the late 90s. By the way, shout out to Dylan Klebold. Fucking 1998. Oh, no, Kip Kinkle, my state, Oregon, dude. Everybody thinks it was Columbine that was first. It was actually uh, Kip Kinkle, who I did time with, I spent time in prison with Kip, That's uh, the original school shooter from Springfield High School. Look it up, Eugene, Oregon. Suck my dick. We were the originators, dude. We were the Nike uh, of school shootings. We were we were the Thomas Jefferson. No, who was the first president? George Washington of school shootings. That was uh, that was Kip Kinkle. Uh, I did time with him at OSP. So, anyways, uh, my point is. There's just no you try to take people's guns away. Dude, he is a grown man now. He was about 14 when he went in. No way. Uh now he is a grown bald man. He's on so many drugs in there
1: too like they just keep him so sedated with with pills. Like what type of pills like fucking meth or like uh No, not meth. Medicaid. Although you could probably That's you could I'm probably saying. access meth easy, too. I'm sure, sure I'm
0: sure I'm sure people like I'm sure people like well, mm. they didn't really fuck with him, but everybody left him alone. Okay. Everybody, like, he wasn't—he wasn't like treated like a pedophile or like a snitch. He wasn't, you know, which is beat strange. up or fucked up or anything. Well, he's—that's good paperwork, though. You know, well, uh, he really? was also a minor. That's considered good paperwork. Anything that doesn't re- re- relate to touching or fucking a minor or ratting is technically good paperwork. He was also a child killing other children. You know what I mean? Right. So right. if if you're an adult and you murder a kid. You actually could be fucked up when you're yeah. in prison, but he he was fourteen or fifteen uh, d- when he did that. So you know it's just it's kind of one of those things where you're like, Jesus Christ. But my point is, you try to put any kind of restrictions on firearms in this country. You are going to get you are going to get the crazy white boys who are organized out in force. You know what I mean? Like, really. Oh, yeah. Like, these people really think they're coming for your guns. And and when nobody's coming for their weapons, no no law enforcement body in this country has the capability to literally go door-to-door confiscating people's guns. They wouldn't be that stupid. Right. So many people would end up getting killed. It's, it's simple gun... It's simple uh, measures to mitigate how people buy weapons... To them, to them, that's that's as crazy. They see no nuance. It's like the trolls coming after me for making a black joke. They're like, this guy's right. basically a slave owner right, for making right. a joke about Lizzo. That's how the gun people see any kind of regulation on buying more guns. They just see it as, you're taking my guns. Right. I mean, these are the fentanyl people. These are yeah. the, uh, you know, these people live in Colorado. They're not <laughs> like me and you. Bold. They're <laughs> fucking weird. They, they go to <laughs> shooting clubs. They... Teach their children at a young age like gun safety, and they're giving them pistols and shit. They're, and they're waiting for it because they're so good. They have things so good that they just want they want the government to try some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's just it's this is just never going to stop. I guess, I guess that's it's like never going to stop. Those are the school shootings. Yeah, it's a it's the price we pay because here's the thing. Uh, those crazies, as much as they piss me off. Then uh, an administration comes along and says, uh, you have to get vaccinated. You have to vaccinate your children. You have to wear masks everywhere. Uh, and they say, what? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, what he said. You know what I mean? So they, they, they truly prevent our government from behaving <clears throat> like what you see in Australia. They're,
1: they're the front linemen.
0: They're what you see in Austria, what you see in France. Have you seen the videos of French police just walking around in cafes, walking up to just people enjoying their, their meals and asking for their, their vaccination paperwork. Yeah. The way the Nazis did during the invasion of France, during the, the French occupation during World War II. Does there, that mean your pepas.
1: There's these videos in like Malaysia or some shit where the actual officers start hitting people who don't have their mask Amazing. It's I love that. Hilarious. I like, love that. I then, love how
0: the <laughs> Asians deal with it. It's just on on site. I appreciate you that. You see the
1: white lady in the back putting it up security? It. Yeah, it's like fuck this, huh? Yeah, or the white Asian, I mean.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh so you kind of, but but then you know, five kids get killed in a Michigan uh shooting, and they tick tock it.
1: <laughs> and they tick tock it. Hey, On site live. That shit is too fucking crazy. Yeah.
0: So um, but you know, it's uh it's freedom, I suppose So yeah, but that's it That's it, that's what we uh, That's what's going on That's that's what I'm dealing with You know, somewhere right now in Michigan uh, A mother uh, is burying her child Well, cry me a fucking river My numbers have barely gone up on Instagram Even though I'm lit on TikTok How do you think I feel? Not good <laughs> Not good. Uh, listen, before we get out of here, let's plug some shit. I got some dates. Daddy's going to be back out on the road. December 19th, I am going to be at the Tempe Improv in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, that's December 19th with the great Malik B, formerly of the Fighter and the Kid podcast. Now you can see him in obscure hood sketches on Instagram. Uh, I will be with him and Alexis Grospin, Uh, We're doing kind of like a co-headlining thing there. Uh, Tickets are almost sold out. So go to that. I will be back in Phoenix at the House of Comedy December 29th, 30th, and the 31st. That's uh, New Year's Eve uh, featuring for Eddie Ift at the House of Comedy. So come see me there. Uh, And then, of course, uh, you know, follow us on all the socials. Uh, Get the fucking, get get all the, we need the subs back, guys. Uh, You know, sub to the fucking channel. Uh, this is going to be on Rockfin. Uh, it's gonna be uh, you know, all over. It'll, it'll continue to be on iTunes and all that shit. Uh, and the Patreon, which I will plug separately. Uh, but yeah, do it up and then come find me in LA if you're in LA. We got a weekly show at the Haha, ha, um, and you know, doing dates all around town. So, uh, so do it up and Luis, what do you got? Plug your plug your
1: IG. Yeah, underscore found Luis. Uh, I'm gonna come out with some content by Christmas. So, You know, keep stay tuned come out with some content
0: you know you know you always know he's when he's plugging when he's really trying to be cool it kind of got such <laughs> i kind of got such jimmy stewart from uh uh it's a wonderful life kind of thing but it's ghetto you know what i'm saying from watch i'm from west side watch okay grape street bitch you know i sound a little bit like jenner a little like caitlin jenner throw the hood up let's bang on these ends let's bang on these n-words you know let's bang they let's they throw up the wrong shit okay Love it. Um, all right, good ep. Over and out. We done. Peace. Sir.